0: Yesterday, I had a long doctor's appointment, and it was long in part because when I first got into the office and got back to the room, my doctor wanted to talk with me about the election, (laughs) and we spoke about 20 to 25 minutes about what he thought might happen. super, super smart guy. What he thought might happen over the next few weeks, what he was afraid and concerned might happen uh, on election day or after election day. And what I got from that conversation is what I've gotten from so many of you. He's afraid, he's nervous. And I want to explore that with you today. How are you feeling? What are you thinking? What are you expecting? It's easy to expect the worst right now. Uh, 2020 is one of those years where if you expect the worst, you are probably right. And that was kind of the position that my doctor was taking, was saying like, man, I have failed. He has failed at hoping for anything good. And I want to encourage you all today. I understand it. I understand that thought. But I am believing Hoping against hope is is how we used to say it. I'm believing that we're going to have some good news to finish this year. I just want to unpack your feelings today. Let's do it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the Breakdown. The Breakdown. the, 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 The Breakdown. I can tell in so many ways that everyday people, including my doctor, including many of you who are listening right now, I can tell that people are truly afraid of what's going to happen over these next 20 days. That's how long we have until the end of this election. Um, Election day is now 20 days away. But the truth is, Every day is election day now in most states where early voting is already underway. Super, super proud of all of you who've already voted early, uh, including uh, many of you who've stood in lines, not for minutes, but hours. Some of you as long as 12 hours as Georgia finally opened the polls, which it's outrageous. But I am so proud of anybody who said, damn it, I'm here. I'm waiting. The vote is too important. In fact, that's what most people were able to do. Um, It's outrageous that it takes that. You know, this country loves to call itself the richest country in the world. But when you look at our systems and our infrastructure, particularly around elections, doesn't look real rich. (laughs) Or maybe this is what rich looks like. Rich looks like um, voter suppression. Uh, Rich looks like underdeveloped systems. That's what rich actually looks like. Um, we We should maybe consider that. But I still hear from so many of you, and I get it, just how afraid you are. Afraid that there's going to be some type of violence, extreme violence over the next couple of weeks. Um, that there's going to be violence on Election Day or maybe even in the shadows of Election Day, depending on how it goes. And everything about this country, not just the pandemic, but the sheer number of people who are shot and killed in this country every single day, every week, every month, every year, which just dwarves how many... People are shot and killed in almost every developed country in the world. This country is violent. It was founded on violence. It was grown and perpetuated on violence. And violence is, I think in a lot of ways, a core trait of this country. It's not a, we, we say it like this, it's not a bug, but a feature of this country. It's not an, an anomaly it is a feature, a, a primary characteristic of the United States. So it's easy after you see a group of a dozen plus men arrested for planning to uh, to kidnap the governor of Michigan. We just learned now that they were also discussing and considering kidnapping the governor of Virginia. And, and we just learned this morning that Several of those men were retired Marines and had the full capacity to do the thing that they were planning and plotting to do. It's crazy. That's crazy. The things that Donald Trump, who whatever you think about him, is the president of the United States, the things he says every day. Just this past week, he talked about how he wanted his Justice Department to arrest Barack Obama and Joe Biden. It's like, hold on, hold on. The president of the United States is saying he wants his department of justice to arrest the previous president and vice president. I just need you to understand that when you look at countries that are struggling through their democracy, uh, like we're that country, our democracy is struggling. And I am concerned about what will happen over these next few weeks, but I want to give you a couple quick scenarios that I think are possible that could be good, all right? I want to give you some type of hope to hang on to. Uh, I tried to give this to my doctor in three or four different ways, but it was tough to get through. I hope I did, but uh, we have a quick word from one of our favorite sponsors, and they are as relevant today as ever. I'll be right back. Listen, I know that mental health isn't always the easiest thing to talk about, but I believe everybody should have a therapist, especially now in 2020. It can be hard to find the right therapist for you and even harder to find one that's affordable. That's why BetterHelp is so great. I love this company. BetterHelp is an online service that will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist It's not a crisis hotline. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. Right now, as a special offer, Breakdown listeners get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash breakdown. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash breakdown. You spell it better, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash breakdown to join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. So many of our listeners have checked it out and are loving it and are having a great, productive interaction with their therapist. And I hope you check it out as well. Break it down. 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 down. So we have 20 more days to vote in this country, Uh, to vote in person. Uh, In many places, you can actually drop your ballot off, which is great. Uh, There's still time for you to mail your ballot in. I know a lot of you are nervous about that. That's why you're going straight to the polls and voting. That's actually what I'm going to do. My wife and kids are voting by mail. My two oldest daughters get to vote in their first presidential election, which is amazing and shocking and also means that I'm old. <laughs> I can hardly believe that I have two children who are voting. Uh I still think of them as my babies <laughs> and uh so if you're doing the math my wife and I had kids when we were very very young and uh and still though I'm 41 and so to have two kids voting it's like, "Oh wow." And and I'm going to go to the polls and and vote. I just I enjoy the experience, yes, but I don't yet. In in my state, uh, here in New York, I I'm not a hundred percent confident in in voting by mail. Um, this that's the old man in me. Uh, in states where it's been done well, I'm thinking of uh, of Oregon and and Washington State. Uh, they do it with almost no irregularity, but they have the systems in place as well. Uh, we don't quite have those in place here in New York yet. If you're voting by mail, it is what it is. I think it'll be fine, particularly here in New York, where uh, on the presidential race, Donald Trump will be beaten by a landslide, but there are lots of other races that matter. So I'm going to vote in person here over the next 20 days, and I'm trying to find and set the date now. That's what I want all of you to do, to just plan it, set it, go vote, mail it in if you need to. But um, and, you know have a voting plan, as if you've seen the lines uh, take snacks and charging devices and everything else with you. Just take a, a voting bag, if you will, of all the things that you might need if you're going to be there for a long time. But I see some possible good scenarios. And I'm speaking particularly about the presidential election. I I think if there's any possibility that something gets contested and drawn out it's going to be the presidential race more than anything else. And not just, let me let me actually be fair for a minute. There might be a lot for Joe Biden to contest. Um, there's a lot of rumor that Donald Trump is going to declare himself the winner on election night. No matter what the results say, no matter what the polls are saying, no matter what media networks, which he has degraded and consistently called fake news. So there's the possibility that Trump will declare himself the winner long before he's actually the winner, and then Joe Biden will have to go through the process of declaring and filing against that, that declaration, and we hope that doesn't happen. And the biggest safeguard against that is Joe Biden winning by a landslide, and if, say, Joe Biden wins Texas, if he does win Texas, I think Joe Biden will barely win Texas. Uh, if, he, if he wins, I think it'll be close is what I'm saying. Um, then he could defeat Donald Trump in a landslide because Biden will clearly win um, California and New York, which are huge uh, electoral college states. Texas is as well. And when you win those three states and then continue for... Joe Biden to win basically most of the coastal states on the East and West Coast and then win many or at least several of the Midwestern states, there is a chance that Joe Biden, even without absentee ballots and, and, and vote-by-mail ballots being counted in some states, there is a small path to Joe Biden crossing 270, that's what you need, crossing 270 electoral uh, college votes by election night. Um, I've read every poll, every report on this. That won't be easy. And most of those scenarios kind of do require him to either win Texas or sweep most of the Uh, competitive toss-up states like Arizona, Ohio, uh, uh, Florida, even Iowa, uh, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan. It would require Biden to win almost all of those states as well for him to be able to cross 270. Now, because we're in the pandemic, so many, I think I saw now nearly 40 million Americans have already voted either by mail or in person or by absentee ballot. And most states count those votes as they receive them or even begin counting them um, within like 72 seventy-two hours before, tabulating them. But many states don't begin counting them. And I, I understand this policy as well. They don't begin counting them until the second... Um, voting has ended in their state. So until 8 or 9 p.m. on election day, then they start counting those. And it can take days or a week or two uh, for states that aren't properly staffed to count those votes. And that could be a real problem. So say on election night, Trump doesn't cross 270, Biden doesn't cross 270. And what's outstanding are states that just have to count their ballots that's where it could get weird and take a long time so we have to hope and you know i'm i'm not super excited about joe biden but i am incredibly excited about defeating donald trump he's a horrible human being just a a genuinely bad person uh he's also inept and horrible at running this country and his poor decisions and lack of decisions have absolutely contributed to the 220 plus 1000 people who've died from the pandemic but neither here nor there is going to require us to vote but i i believe that there's a way we defeat trump on election day and it's going to take you voting it's going to take everybody in your family voting it's going to take all of your friends voting and it's going to take you pulling and tugging and reminding people to vote. So please do that. Um, there is a possibility that this comes out clean. Um, Obviously, there is the question that if Joe Biden is declared the winner and crosses it, is Donald Trump just going to leave office and go back to his gold plated uh, tacky penthouse on Fifth Avenue or... He's so going to move to his hotel in Florida? You know, there's a, there are a lot of questions there. Um, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. All we can do for these next 20 days is vote our asses off. And that's what I need you to do and everybody you know to do. And um, I think if we do that the right way, um, we're going to have some good news on election night. That's my hope. And I believe it's factually possible. I'm not just dreaming here. All right. Listen, I've got to run um, we're planning and strategizing um, on some great things ahead and, uh, and can't wait to share it with you take care everybody break it down the break the break break, 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 break. Hey, everybody, I want to tell you about a brand new podcast that I love a lot. And it's not because there's a woman that I love who is the co host, my dear wife, Ray, but she is co hosting a brilliant, important, essential podcast called Woke at Work with Dr. Blanca Ruiz. It's an amazing podcast about women of color in the workplace. And all of the unique challenges and opportunities and sophistications, and they have brilliant interviews and they unpack the myriad of issues, what it really means to be a woman of color in leadership in the workplace and so much more. You spell it W-O-C at work, W-O-C at work, women of color at work. Search it. It's on all of the platforms now. It's getting amazing reviews, and I want you to check it out. Whether you host a nightly dinner party for two or five, keeping your eating and dining area clean helps keep your mind on the dinner party and not on the cleanup afterwards. Viva paper towels clean like cloth, trapping splatters and sauces that could become countertop stains or stuck on messes. And they're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. For an exceptional cloth-like paper towel, there's Viva. Visit vivatowels.com to soak up the clean feeling of home.